number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Welcome back to <laughs> another episode of Oh Shit Projections. We have a special type of episode. Um, we're actually being real podcasters and doing interviews now. We've um, pumped up our juices and we're ready to take on the big leagues. <laughs> Pumped up our juices. Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> We're um, currently on a on Smoke's bed. Um, nice. It's me, uh, my boyfriend, who's the guest. <laughs> Smoke and <laughs> and both our dogs. Yeah, mm-hmm. who don't like each other. They hate each other. Like they fucking hate each other. Um, they fought multiple times before this <laughs> happened. Yeah. They fought more times than we have tried to re-record this podcast. Which is, <laughs> this is the third time now, so that's great. Well, um, yeah, so our apartment is getting bombed for roaches. Mm-hmm. So that's a, another reason why Mo is here. And so Mo's going to introduce himself, and then obviously I hope he tells the story about how he was Mormon and fasting and couldn't take it anymore as a child. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Mo, so go ahead. Tell the world about you. Hello, I'm I'm Mo. Well, my full name is Mosiah. I guess I'm just a self-proclaimed autodidact, I guess. What is that? Sorry, uh, that's basically just somebody who's just and intellectual person who self-taught. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Didn't mean you'd be sound pretentious there, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm from New York, currently living in Los Angeles. Prior to you being spiritual now, um, you were non-spiritual. So what was that like for you? And what was your view on like spirituality when people would talk about it around you and everything? Uh, well... Before I was, I guess, spiritual, I guess you could say, um, I, grew, I grew up in a Mormon household, and at a certain point where I hit my teenage years, I started really reading, I read, actually read the Bible when I was 16, from front to back. Yeah, from front to back, I read the Bible. But then I also, um, then I read uh, the Quran as well, that was another one. Then I started, because I didn't really believe in the Christianity as much, so I started reaching out to other things. Um, then I remember I met a professor in college who got me into Hindu and Buddhism. And I never really opened up my mind about it. Just learned about it and read it because I actually had a class about it. Um, different texts to read about. Things I had like, you know, Voltaire and, you know, different kind of old texts. You know, Macbeth. Things like that. So you were just interested in everything. Yeah, because just I didn't... Learning. Because growing up in the United States is mainly just... Um, Christianity for the most part popular and um, didn't didn't really grasp with me didn't really didn't really take the belief in it whether it was Catholic Protestant Methodist Baptist Lutheran Mormon you know go on and on you Jehovah Witnesses it just goes on and on I don't know how many Christian uh, branches there are yeah, yeah honestly it's ridiculous it's like a giant fucking tree um, yeah which is why I was always like you know personal opinion it's all the same thing even my thing is the same thing we just have different different terminology yeah, yeah. exactly different essentially just believing in you know Jesus yeah and then religion has a form where spirituality is formless yeah. exactly it's exactly much nicer because you don't feel like you 
are obligated to owe some owe something. It's it's more about like if you want something from within, like you were already born given with that. When, you know what's something really annoying I remember growing up is religion is like if I want to do something specific. There was always this, like, thing where, like, well, God has a plan. Mm-hmm. And I hate that fucking phrase. I hate that phrase. <laughs> and the reason why is because, like, well, you know, like, as an Aries, I'm like, well, I want I want my own fucking plan. Like, you know, like, I get a controlling side about it. So I'm like, yeah. well, I want my own plan. But, like, the idea of spirituality is, like, the divine has already given you the plan. You, it's just whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And it doesn't feel... It, it feels less separated from self yeah Um, exactly can you talk about the you got to talk about the um you fasting as a child Mm, yeah as a mormon mormon church yeah Yeah, we're bringing this up right now because me and river are fasting and mo just (laughs) ordered fucking taco bell yeah on uber eats so (laughs) yeah we gave him he got the opportunity we made him uh smoke started to make him a pizza um the pizza burnt you know and maybe it could have been a sign to like hey mo you started off fasting because you were also drinking some smoothies with river and you just ordered taco bell instead so i'm proud of you because your your will is strong (laughs) thank you appreciate that you're welcome so uh yeah my i was in the priesthood as they call it in the church of latter-day saints and uh fasting like anybody else does and um but they have but they're their ritual is um, the, these young boys go and they they uh, they do a prayer and you know the same prayer over and over you have to learn them and then they they give you the water and the bread and they, they usually take a, like white bread or wheat bread whatever it may be and they break them into little pieces and they put it into little trays and the and the boys will take it and they'll go to each end row and they'll pass it and it goes down people eat down the aisle they eat the pass along bread and. Um, so as fasting as a, as a 12 year old boy once you're into the priesthood and not being really convinced into Christianity or definitely not Mormons you get really really hungry so that that bread becomes an opportunity to to eat <laughs> so as as you get to be the lucky chosen one as we call it you know to to go out into the hallways for all the late people who are joining in who couldn't come into the main room where the I guess it's called ceremony was being held. Uh, <laughs> we would go into the hallways, and as we gave it to people, we would sneak into the the uh, the room where women would um, feed their newborn children. It would be like a, a little the room. The maternity room? The maternity room kind of type of thing. It's always empty. It was No one ever used it. The room no one ever where used women it. feed their children. <laughs> <laughs> Newborns, you know. <laughs> it's like a little more privacy. Um, so you go in there, and that's when we would meet in there and just scarf it down <laughs> as if we haven't eaten in weeks like we were Moses you know struggling across the, the desert <laughs> and that's how we got through it because we would be tortured before the priesthood you couldn't have any access to this bread so when I was younger we would just like you know just cry and just sadly drink out of the water fountain <laughs> as we tell the, our elders to please <laughs> feed me some please give me something here have some water and everybody's referred to as brothers and sisters there it's it's brother you know brother Miranda or you know um, sister Harmony. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Those were uh, not pleasant times. I want to say they were good times, but they were not. <laughs> and I don't think I have any any uh, bad taste against them at all because I actually generally think that Mormons are probably the 
the best Christians out there of all. Like, there's no better Christian than a Mormon. Mm-hmm. By far, they'll give you the shirt of their back, and literally they will give you the shirt of their back. Mow your lawn, whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's certain aspects about religion that are, you know, like anything, that are not totally terrible, awful. Like, you know, yeah. the that's set of commandments, cool, like, thou shalt not kill, that's a pretty, that's a solid one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, can't argue with that. There's some other commandments. Things. But it's the structure about it which separates spirituality from religion the structure of it is like there's something about the structure that really like you can turn people off from especially like if it's just in your nature to rebel against structure as a human then it's going to be harder for you to adapt to that and yeah. I think that's where spirituality comes in that's a little kind of like creating your own little boat you know yeah we believe we essentially <clears throat> all believe in the same thing it's just, I'm not going to do the same things you're going to do and I'm going to open up my mindset of how I can expand that. Yeah. That's crazy. A priesthood. Yeah. To have To be able to say, like, you did that. Like, that's just crazy. I've never met anyone who's <laughs> <laughs> been in a priesthood. Yeah. Oh. No, where it had to go through that. Um, that's crazy. Like, to see religion in such a extreme light. Mm-hmm. You know? The structure. It said, like... I've been told in one of my past lives I was a nun. Mm. Yeah, and that's why I rebel it so much. Because even when I was younger, like an insult that I would call my friends, I was like, you fucking nun. Mm. <laughs> like, I, I just hated it. Like, the structure and, like, why do, like, why so much rules and, like, all this stuff. Yeah. I just, like, hated it. But then, like, Told Gypsy cool. told me my past life I was a nun, and I was just like, Makes so much sense. And she was like, and you were fucking rebellious. She said, you did not like it. Mm. I was like, I don't like it now. <laughs> <laughs> what is that movie? That really funny movie. Uh, April Luggy. Yes, yes. What is that movie? Uh, oh my god, it's so good. You know, when you appear when you were It's not even her name, is it? That's like your name from Parks and Rec. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh yeah, you are thinking of her name from Parks and Rec. Um... Damn it. Well, yeah, it's something about those, those, those these like really unrealistic nuns. Yeah, but basically, about in this film, like these, the nuns get like a wild ride in life, and it's that one chick from Parks and Rec. How was your awakening process? And uh, like, um, we definitely wouldn't have been done without mushrooms for sure. Without mushrooms, it definitely wouldn't have happened. Oh really? Yeah. That's when it triggered. Um. Yeah, I think when I first moved here to. Like, mm, 2016, yeah. That's when uh, definitely opened up a little bit more because when things kind of go a little bit out of your control, you start to realize there has to be something out there, you know, more. Or I've always known that because I've always been agnostic, but just trying to get more in tune with that, I guess. That's just kind of once you've actually experienced an inner and outer body experience like that, t- you know, taking mushrooms and stuff like that, then yeah, for sure. What in the trip made you? Um, just being able to, when I first did it, I really saw things like moving and seeing things really being together and moving and colors really being prominent, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's really where, where, where it began, probably, where I would think where it began. So you're talking about your awakening. So how, you, and you said that was when you took that shrooms trip in 2016. Mm-hmm. And so, how has that changed your life now? Like, 
how do you view life differently than before? Um, I think everything before is just always completely always giving every every answer to um, a logical means where like everything is kind of scientific. Less room for any kind of type of um, God or energy or universe or anything you, you want to call it. Because even because without it, it's, there's, there's something that you're just kind of missing out. If you don't tap into it, it doesn't mean being agnostic. I believe there is something going on out there. Just So it's trying to just let down my guard and, and trying to be more open-minded to it. Being trying to, you know, just just be so stubborn. And not not trying to be um, closed off to the ideas that there is something behind the scenes going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you still come in it from a logical sense, in a way. Yeah, I can't. I'll never let go of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's never going to end. But just an opening up to like a bit of spirituality to it, you know, kind of putting intertwining the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, so any powers? <laughs> uh, uh, no, I think of. Well, River says you do have powers. Sometimes you're <laughs> very good about predicting things, mm-hmm. I've noticed. Mm. I guess I wouldn't repeat attention as much as you would. I really, no, I pay attention to that stuff so much, so yeah, I would notice all of it. Yeah, I don't really pay attention to that kind of thing. Yeah, he just sees the fool card. <laughs> <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> I just wonder. <laughs> Pondering all these oh. things. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, there's a lot that goes behind it. And that's why that's that's good. But um, even that that uh, the YouTube video that we watch, the spirit sides, is a pretty good thing to tap into, and um, kind of give you some information that goes with like, you know, archaeology and things that kind of go. It's not just conspiracy theories. It has you know, there's some quality to it. So those are that's something that kind of always helps helps you really bring the two together. It's more you tangible. Know. That's why it's like yeah. bringing up things that are more tangible and relatable, and things that you experience in your life. Like, yeah, oh. and it starts to, you start to see how all these religions may be different, but they're also the same. If that's you know, if, in, in that sense, if they're all the same, then then spirituality can also be also the same kind of core aspects to it. Mm-hmm. So once you've kind of you feel like you fulfill your kind of logical aspect you've, in your mind, there's no reason not to at least explore that. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, River also said another one of your guys' like powers or that you do share like um, having dreams of the same sort or like prophetic dreams in a way. Oh. Wouldn't that also be a power as well? I know there's been times where we've had similar dreams within like the same two or one night period. Yeah. But... I wonder if that's because you guys are sleeping right next to each other. Right. Probably. So it's like you're tapping <clears throat> on each other's like worlds. Why wouldn't they be? Yeah. It's pretty close. Yeah. Something going on that farther farther knowledge that I know what's going on. I don't know. That's weird that that's happening, but I'm sure there is some type of connection about it. I'm sure if we talk to McKenna or something, you'd be able to explain it to, yeah. <laughs> to me about, you know, rest in peace. Um... You have weird dreams all the time. You had a dream the same night. I had a really weird dream that was came kind of half true. Um, it was the dream of you flying. But that was significant to you because didn't you say that it was the first time that you've really, like, been able to, like, or first time in a while that you've been able to control a dream, like, really, like, astral project where you feel like you're 
you're making conscious decisions. Yeah, I didn't want to. I don't want to claim those actual projecting, but yeah, it was like lucid. Yeah, I could see myself from a third. No, not really third person, but not like looking through my eyes. Obviously, wasn't seeing it through my eyes. I was kind of like seeing it, like, a like watching avatar it. Avatar above your head. Yeah, almost. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, and where I could fly. Oh yeah, you could fly. That was exciting. Yeah, you know, so yeah, but it's it's also weird though because it was so vivid that like when you're you fly up to the sky, I had still had those like fear of falling. of falling of you know oh, it's like that's yeah. that's how vivid it was to me. So it was like a certain point where I was up past the clouds, and it just hit me in my head. Or just like fear hit me like what if you know falling from that? Because I always have a fear of heights, you know. So. Oh shit! And I do a rabbit. I remember I was talking about fear. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> okay, so maybe it should be a goddamn rabbit for a cover. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's funny that you say about that whole that fear of heights. That even though you have this power of flying, and that's like undoubtable, you still have this like, oh my god, I'm, what if I fall? Because I'm so high up in the air. I think it's just we're, we're also we don't have that power. So just to dream is also you still don't lose that fear because you weren't born with it. So if you were a child raised as you could fly oh. as a child in your whole life, you would never have that fear of heights ever because mm-hmm. you yeah. could always fly. So that's kind of the aspect that realism went into my dream a little bit. I probably shouldn't have been there. So maybe it's representing something like change. You need to change it. Like, I don't know maybe what it is, but well, I don't know. But it's funny you say that because like, so my dream was this, I'm pretty sure I was astro projecting because I was simultaneously standing at the end of my bed, but also like I was sleeping in the middle of my bed. And it was funny because you were sleeping there and then Devin, his child and my wonderful, beautiful stepson. Okay. Anyways. Um, and we were sleeping in the same bed, but there's no reason for us to sleep in the same bed. And the shaman's like hands me these like, area 51 type like little alien plastic alien heads on like a stick and they're all different they all have like different characters and different like facial features or characteristics to them but they're all that same type of like little small kind of like alien figure with a larger head and the scrawny little body and I was like okay and shaman hands them to me and this shaman's not like the shaman that you would like typically see like in the full get up like he was just a regular dude in his regular 80s outfit like he had like been taken out of an 80s movie and I just like I knew I was talking to him and he was like a Native American dude and I was like oh yeah like he's a shaman okay and he's and he's telling me this and he hands me these and he's like oh these are these are your spirit guides and I was like okay um uh is this what they look like yeah okay well are they gonna like visit me like when they look like this and he's like yeah like I'm giving you these as like tokens and I was like okay And then I started to get weirded out because I realized that, like, in about two seconds, there were going to be, like, a bunch of little tiny aliens that were, like, half my size, like, running around my bedroom while I'm, like, half also trying to sleep. And I'm, like, standing at the edge of my bed, like, looking at us sleeping. And I was, like, honestly, and I just got overwhelmed with fear. Like, not because I wasn't, like, not because I didn't want to. And I I knew that I could feel their energy and that it was positive. But at the same time, it was something I wasn't used to seeing. Like, I wasn't used to seeing, like, a little alien with a big-ass head, like, running around my bed. So I was like, okay. And I I remember literally saying, I'm getting a little freaked out right now. I'm just going to go lay down. (laughs) And I went back into my body. 
And I remember I was sitting there and I was like lying in between you guys. Um, but the significance of that dream is there would be no reason that he would really, like he's seven, there's no reason that he would like sleep in the bed with us unless if something had happened to like his bed. Mm -hmm. And like that's where that began, where I manifested a couch and then we got a couch and then it was exciting. So we threw the old couch out and then for three days, like, uh, because he sleeps in the living room, so we like convert the living room into a bedroom. And uh, yeah, it turned out that like three days later, just like the rise of like the rapture and fucking Jesus Christ himself <laughs> and um, lotus flies, they were just like cockroaches, <laughs> just started spilling out of this couch at like fucking two o'clock in the morning and it started off with like some of them crawling on Mo's leg and then being like what the fuck's going on where are they coming from I know I saw you you wiggle (laughs) and then um and then we panicked and then we had to like find a way to like get the couch out of the apartment and this is all happening at like two o'clock in the morning while we're sitting on the couch like watching tv and he's sleeping in our bed and then so that night of course, we all end up sleeping together. I'm sleeping in the middle. And I'm, like, you know, laying there, and, like, my thoughts are going through my head. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, I had a dream last night. And we were sleeping in this exact position. And there'd be no reason why Devin would be sleeping in the bed unless something happened. Or yeah. he couldn't sleep in the living room. And that was that. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is did happening? Did you think you were going to see some aliens? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course I did. I was literally like, is the shaman in my room right now? <laughs> yeah, he is. I know he is. <laughs> um, yeah, to be honest. And then that was that whole like fear factor where even though that I knew that there was nothing wrong, you still get like a little bit. You're like, oh, I'm not used to it. I don't know. It's a little, the void's a little, feels a little wonky sometimes when you're not used to it. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel... That was how it was. So I got over my shrooms trip fear and with the tripping so hard. And what what day was that? What was the 17th? Um, five days ago. Um, as soon as it's Sunday. It's hard to tell nowadays with the coronavirus. Oh, Every day just blends together. Yeah. It was a Sunday. So, on, so it was May 17th when my guides told me to take acid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And um, I had like this big fear because people always say, or like at least movies, they project that acid is like this crazy, crazy drug and like, I don't know, you see so much stuff, but it's nothing like how it is in the movies. Like it's not like that at all. It never is. They do the same thing with, like, shrooms. I know. Shrooms scare you guys, okay? There. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta ride that shit out. If it's going... If it's going bad, you're just gonna suffer. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna ride it out. But yeah. the thing about shrooms is it doesn't last as long. Well, acid, that's just 12 hours. But anyways, so my guides had told me to drop the tap and I was like uh no I don't want to I'm scared um so I started like cleaning my room and the house and everything I was like just getting the energy flowing and I felt good and the sun was out and my guides kept on bugging me and I was like hmm like I already cleansed the room I was like realistically I could do it and I wanted to do it alone and but I wanted like more um what is it? Like, not advice. 
more like feedback on it. I wanted a second opinion. Mm. So I pulled out my tarot cards. And I was like, what happens if I do acid? And it was like moving on, change your focus. Like you can't think like all this negative stuff before you even try it. Like if you think negatively, it's going to go bad. You have to change your like perspective on it and like give it a shot. And then it was like saying, if I did do that, I would like embrace, I would connect to the earth and um, that I would get over my fear and like transform and all this, like I would flow with the universe. So I was like, fuck, that kind of sounds good. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe, you know? So I did a whole ritual. I put out like a crystal grid um, and I usually don't work with crystals like that, that intense. And I put a red crystal in each corner of my room because I was like, I want it to be very grounding. I want to go inside. I want to heal any woundings. And I was like, and I want to release fear. Like, I don't want to be fearful and hide from things and like, just got to do it. <laughs> so... I picked out also these other crystals to like hold with me and I held them in my hand for like five hours. I didn't <laughs> let go of these crystals. My hands were so clammy. <laughs> <laughs> but it like I was like, I can't let go of the crystals. <laughs> yeah. Oh that is so funny. I had a similar experience because like when your hands get all clammy and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like this uh for like a period of time I was just like I am the clam. <laughs> <laughs> Who wanted to make a pearl, but that's what oysters do. Yeah. I'm the clam. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> so, yeah, during this acid trip, like it wasn't until after, because it was like more about me being reborn and like shedding layers of myself. And like I saw so many things, and I'm not going to go too into detail, just the main parts and the crazy parts, the synchronicity. So, the very next day, after the whole thing had happened, um, I was like, I wonder what the numerology is if you spell out like acid or LSD. And both of them came out to eight. And the day that I did it was an eight day. Mm. Also, my actual names numerology is eight as well. So they like the universe like perfectly planned out this day for me to do this trip, like, and so I could be, like, reborn in a sense. And I, after the trip, and I had kind of fallen asleep, but I was still, like, waking up. It's hard to fall asleep on the trip. <laughs> um, but I was just like, I need to take a bath. But instead in my head, instead of saying, like, oh, I need to go draw the bath, I was like, I need to go draw my womb. <laughs> and I got into it, and it was just, it was raining. <laughs> Like, and it hardly ever rains in LA, you know, so oh, that's rare. It's like raining, it's still dark, but I'm taking a bath in the dark with the sun coming up. Everyone's asleep still, so the energy is like nice. And oh. I just sat in the bath, like quiet. And then I went underneath and I just, and then I had this exfoliator. This was weird, and I've never had this happen, but. I've like exfoliated in the bath before because your skin gets all like nice and pruney and it just falls off, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but 
I had this exfoliator and I was like, I'm like, I'm cleaning out all the like layers of myself. Like I'm no longer the person I was. I'm like a new and the fucking exfoliator turned black. (laughs) It has never turned black. And I've got, and I've bought multiple of these like exfoliators. It's just the glove ones, you know, but that shit turned black. It was the craziest thing. Mm. And then my guys were like, that's your old self. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. I was like, oh, hell no. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) It's a glitch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, damn, what was that dark? Like, sheesh. Um, uh, But no, back to that. Oh, when you wake up in the morning before anybody else is awake. Yeah. That time is the best time in the world. There's nothing like it. It's the best time in the world. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. It's so quiet and just so peaceful and just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about taking a bath in that, like, time of day. And I'm like, no, I should get up really, really early. <laughs> no, you definitely should. I definitely should. That sounds amazing. You plan on tripping? <laughs> Me? I mean, you've experienced. I mean, time is right yeah when the time is right whenever i have all the resources and the right situation i like kind of feeling it on a whim because some days are better than others and like planning too ahead of time is like a terrible idea sometimes i feel just let your spirit guys tell you when oh that's another thing i had asked them too because i was like i wish my spirit guys would just let me know like when is the right time to take it mm-hmm. because like, I'll do it if they tell me. And then they are telling me, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, like, now. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, that's probably the thing I'm most scared about is having a negative reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Well, you but, like, can't go in it with the mindset. Yeah, like what you said earlier, that's a good good thing to, like, you know, kind of reassure yourself with. It's just go with a good attitude and then, you know, end up that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'll be doing when I go forward with it. I'm just oh. going to do it at home to be careful first. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I want my peace and my serenity. And I don't, um, I'm like really sensitive being in other environments. Yeah. So, fuck that. I want to be alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try to watch some midnight gospel. That shit is noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The colors, it keeps your attention. Oh. oh yes. The last episode, but don't watch the episodes where it's kind of creepy. Mm. Yeah, I like the death one too, with the actual death. Mm. They're talking about death because it has like all the tarot card, Mm. like people, Mm. justice, fucking devil, fucking emperor. Didn't even notice that. I have to go back and watch. Yeah, the death card. Yeah, it's all fucking astrology. Who would have (laughs) thought? I knew. I was like, ooh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but what about your, you didn't talk about your horse dream. My horse dream? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, I had a horse a dream. An update on the horse dream. The hor- horse. weird. <laughs> or the mule scenario. Yeah, that one dream I had where, like, I was cleaning out my grandma's car after she passed away. My grandpa was, like, standing there, and I was, like, I I could tell we were, like, dividing up things. Things that he would get and things that I would get from her 
for some reason what was ever in your car and um, I pulled out this like really dope like horse whip and I ended up I wanted it really badly but then because I, I thought it looked so cool not that I would obviously ever use it first of all I don't even ride horses and I live in LA mm-hmm. um, second of all like I just thought it looked dope and I remember just looking at my grandpa and looking at his somber face and being like here you go have this fucking horse whip <laughs> and then I mean I feel like that one came pretty clear it was just like relinquishing a lot of like negative control in a nutshell mm-hmm. yeah or uh, control over certain aspects of like that don't really mean anything like I'm just gonna keep it cause it's cool yeah Versus, it's really like, all about releasing somebody else wants something yeah mm-hmm. exactly and that was kind of like my conclusion of that one I mean I kind of felt like I already knew the meaning of it but I was like mm, it was still so vivid sometimes some of them are so vivid that you're just like what does it mean yeah <laughs> and then you're like well it's pretty obvious you just simple yeah exactly um still don't know why I had a shaman come visit me and why he looked like he was from an 80s movie I liked his outfit though he wore a nice blue button-up <laughs> shirt and some jeans and I'm some telling you I think it has something boots. to do with your grandma I mean, she was into, like, stuff like that. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's the link, though. But would it be, like, does she have a connection to this shaman dude? Would that be it? Or is it just something? Yeah, like, family becomes, like, a family lineage. Um, like a bond. That wouldn't make any sense because she's English. So he's, she's so? European and, like, French. she got past lives and other... It's true. Is that her past life? That'd be weird. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> she was like really into like paintings of shaman and all that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Well, did she you ever see those. the movie of Robin Williams? Remember where his children changed form into something where he could communicate with them better, and so they yeah. would be more trustworthy and True. listen. Yeah. Remember, he changed it to Cuba Gooding Jr. What is this? <laughs> uh, this the movie that what's it called? Oh, um, uh, Robin Williams and Cuba Gooding Jr. May come? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a really good movie. It's a really good movie. These children come back to like become friends with him in the afterlife and kind of like be with him, but he oh, doesn't realize they're his children because they took on another form. Because you can take on any form in the afterlife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he spends time getting to know them from another perspective for like a Aww, second. That's mm-hmm. so cute. <laughs> yeah, I want to watch it right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a really good movie. I mean, yeah, there could be a possibility. Uh, I don't feel like that's what it is, though. It does feel like it has something to do with my grandmother, but it doesn't feel like that was... Like, I feel like I would know that wasn't her. That was somebody else. No, I don't think it's her. No. I think it's just somebody she knew. She knew? Yeah. Shamans are really powerful. I know. But they're still alive. And he was, like, astral into you. Oh, I mean, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, good point. He could have been. Mm-hmm. She was always really into. She was. It's not that she was. She was atheist. She claimed herself to be atheist, which I always thought was interesting. She'd always been like, 
I don't believe in God. And then my grandpa was Mormon, so that was weird. And um, But she had a collection of all these um, Native American things. She like loved Native American art, mm-hmm. um, cowboy art, anything like that. But she had those, what the fuck are those dolls called? Um, Kachina dolls. Yeah, the Kachina. She had so many of those in cases. Like original ones. Yeah. From she had paint original paintings and artwork and clay pieces from Native American artists. She would like yeah. go travel all over Southern California and put herself in debt buying artwork from I know, people. they're so fucking expensive. Oh yeah. She'd always buy they artwork were, from people. They deserve it. I remember at one point in time she got her house to praise for like how much artwork she had and I think she <laughs> Even though she was poor and in debt, she probably had about $3 million worth of God damn. Like, it was that intense. Like, the, it was paintings all over the wall. Just She's like, like I don't care if I eat, I gotta get this picture. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's exactly what it was like. She would haggle for artwork and, like, just pick up the weirdest stuff everywhere. She'd go on art trails and, like, go find, like, Western artists and buy stuff from them. Loved Indian and Native American art. Yeah. Um absolutely loved it she's like obsessed with that that style even her house everything was just one giant western you just walked in it was a fucking western Hmm. even her house had a goddamn saloon on the property said saloon on the top damn yeah oh it could even be an ancestor also possible Mm -hmm. (laughs) um all these possibilities I don't think because it's seven generations back those ancestors? Mm-hmm. Your ancestors that are relevant with you, it's seven generations. I don't think I have any Native American in me, though. But if it's a past life. Oh, it's a past life. You can do like generations what? for... What? That's a thing? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds right. It's <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. I'm like, I don't know, actually. Seven generations. Wait, what? No, it is seven generations, but I don't know if past lives also count. Because is it seven generations of yourself? Oh. Or, who knows? I don't know. That'd be interesting. Well, if it's seven then maybe I was a shaman in my past life, too. (laughs) Well, we'll never know. Anyways. um, So the last thing is we are, it's the 22nd. We are two days into Gemini season. And... (laughs) It is the day that we're recording is on the new moon of Gemini, the 22nd. So killer be killed or um, the master builder or destroyer. And it's been pretty weird. (laughs) Um, Really switching like that mutable energy is really kicking for me. Also, communication has been eh, and not really wanting to do it and kind of being like sporadic, like wanting to start like a whole bunch of products or products projects um or people's moods like switching really fast and like being really down and depressed and tired even um and this is just two days in (laughs) so we can see that i feel like the end of the month or just the month going onward or this season it's just gonna get a little bit worse because I did have a dream and it was the first dream the first sleep that I had after my trip um and I was like this is so weird because it was so prophetic but it was 
really based on the unfortunate series of Lemony Snickets or whatever. However, the series of unfortunate events. Okay, there you go. That name always gets me. <laughs> so, and Olaf was in that dream, and he and I was like, wait, wait oh. Oh, never mind. For some reason, I was thinking Olaf from Frozen. Don't mind me. <laughs> is his name Olaf? Isn't it? Olaf. In the, is it Olaf? Yeah. In Frozen, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. In a uh, series of unfortunate events, Lemony Snicket. Lemony Snicket. I think so. Whatever. So, we're going to... I never saw that We're going to say it. We're going to say it. <laughs> no. Oh, weird. Um, <laughs> it's Olaf. Okay. Well, that dude... <laughs> <laughs> I'm all insecure now. <laughs> no. And it was just in that show or like movie, it's filled with all these like chaotic events that happen and they keep on happening from one to the other and like there's deception and like just weird things, like unfortunate events keep on happening. And it was the first day of Gemini season. So I'm just like, that dream is like prophesizing of this month that a lot of shit is going to like be going on and it's gonna be happening like fast and sporadic and just gonna have to ride it out <laughs> I really hope so cause I'm ready for a change really? yeah you don't feel like that? you don't feel you haven't felt anything? I mean the last couple of days have been um lost couch um lost like some materialistic items in the last couple of days which I find is interesting but everything's just kind of been like not enough for me to like get frustrated or overbearing or you haven't felt your moods changing um today yeah i was a little annoyed but i was just cra- i was cranky this morning and then i have to not eat so yeah. then i got crankier <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's really about it i mean so far i think we'll see. You always say this and then it hits you. <laughs> no, yeah, mm, damn it. That <laughs> could be true. I'm like, I always like tell you, I'm like, oh my god, have you eaten? And you're like, no, I've been really good. And then the next couple of days, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> That's what kind of felt like when the couch happened because, like, we got that couch and then I was so excited that we got that couch because I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, three days later. <laughs> like, I'm on the phone with you and I'm bragging up the ass about it. Like, look at us. Like, we manifested a couch yesterday. Like, look at us. Like, I was going to do this whole podcast on. My manifestations. <laughs> the universe like, was like, uh-uh. No, no you were like, like, oh, you thought you broke abundance, you hacked <laughs> it, and you think that you can just get whatever you want. Well, how about instead of getting a free couch, you're going to have to get no couch at all. Also, when you do get a couch, you have to spend money on one, so enjoy dropping like $600 and go get a couch. And now, we don't have a couch, because you can't buy a couch <laughs> during COVID, because apparently all couches are either sold out or... Just completely unavailable. So we're pretty couchless right now. Which is, uh, hence why we haven't done any, going on any trips lately. Because I want a couch. I want a safety couch. Yeah. There's no safety couch. Back to our original thought. Fear. Yeah. Is what this podcast is about? It is. Yeah. It's about releasing fear. Yeah, releasing fear. And like, <gasps> like being Maybe able to I'm supposed it. to do it without the couch. Do what without the on a trip without the couch because like the couch is a safety net oh unless the couch is taken away I mean you can always lay in the bed yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> it's just another if safety you want to be in something soft alright we'll yeah but you that. want something comfortable mm-hmm. yeah something to melt into mm-hmm. yeah there's fear 
it's just fear. Just get over it. Yeah. It's fine. Let it melt you in. Yeah. <laughs> like a blanket. That's how I did it. I laid right in the center, and it felt like the bed was just covering me up, and I was in a red blanket, like in co- cocoon style, and I was that, that's your dream. You should be just, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm getting sad about it because I want that experience. I could have that right now <laughs> without mm-hmm. anything, just the blanket. Well, your bed is very like you have two mattresses. She has two mattresses. It's yeah. weird, um, but it's so cool. Yeah, yeah so you kind of sink in. <laughs> like, look at you, you hanging off the edge over there. I know. So. I prefer that way. I mean, yeah, but you look like you're just gonna slip off into the abyss. <laughs> or fear. Or I'm okay. <laughs> no, but we're overcoming it. And what does Gemini season have to do with rabbit? So earlier, rabbit. I rabbits. <laughs> so earlier, I started. I started drawing a rabbit for like the cover of this, and then I was like, "But rabbits mean fear." But rabbits. That's what I mean. And yeah, they're like rabbits Native mean American. Fear. Yeah, like they're considered like the animal of the fear, um, and they fear everything, and they like basically sabotage. Because they're like, the story goes like the rabbit would, like if it saw a predator or something, it would be like, I'm scared of you, I'm scared of you, like in yelling it, and the predator would come and get it, because it was sabotage itself. Mm, sabotage itself, it's fear. Yeah. Oh, well that's, it. well because that's interesting, because if you look at like, our experiences on fear, um, it's all because of like, something that we know that like, is okay. Mm-hmm. But we still are like we're sabotaging the experience because we're we are fearful. Like I can't meet my spirit guides because I'm fearful of like what they look like and I'm not used to it. So I'm sabotaging that moment. Exactly. Or like you're flying, but instead of being like excited that you're like super high up, you're like, oh my god, I'm sabotaging my experience. What if I fall? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What if I fall? Like you know, stupid shit like that. Um, And then I got over mine. Yeah, and they're taking their tab. Mm, right. Like, I was like, just gotta do it. Well, what right. would Gemini, like this new moon in Gemini release of fear has to do with the rest of the season now? Well, Gemini is about learning. It's about, um, like, your community. It's like teaching, learning. Also, like, music, siblings. It's also known as the child. Like, Gemini is the child. And it's duality and harmony. Hmm. That's why it's the lover's card. So yeah, I mean, there has to be, I mean, something to do with like a releasing of fear for like the future Gemini season. Maybe we'll update you on the next episode. On what happens next? The solar eclipse, when that happens, oh, something big is going to happen. Let me tell you that. What do you mean? What? Can we talk about it? Do you know? Well, it kind of goes into what I can't talk about. (gasps) Oh my God, we got to pause it. Yeah. Okay, we're going to end it right now. It's over. This podcast is over. <laughs> Thank you for being on our podcast, Mo. Thank you. We enjoyed, and we are sorry we're bad interviewers. <laughs> I had okay. a good time, Mike. It was great. He's fine. Yeah. Um, you can find our podcast. Did you want to say something? Oh, no. Okay, you can find our podcast on Instagram at shit underscore projections. You can find... Um, my socials at Instagram and YouTube at Smoke the Peace and on Twitter at Your Girl Smoke. Yeah, so I'm River and you can find my Instagram at Ghost Wi Fi. Wi Fi is spelled W Y F I. 
And then you can find my Twitter at the same thing, not that it matters. And you can find her podcast based off of whatever she told you. So <laughs> and that's Mo, great. Yeah, Mo, do you, you want to talk about yourself? yourself? Oh, no, I'm okay. I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm taking a break from uh, social media for a long time now. He's not a social media kind of dude. Yeah. Yeah, feels. That's okay. Respect. See, you can't find him. <laughs> Good luck. You really should be Ghost Wi Fi, not me. <laughs> okay. Well, He's a big fan. <laughs> that's true. Well, um, everybody have a great day and thanks for listening. And um, Good luck. Yeah, good luck. <laughs>